Hello, this is Chris, your GM slash Keeper. I just wanted to pop in and thank you for giving our little podcast a chance. If you haven't already, I'd recommend listening to Episode Zero. It's a bit dry, but there's a lot of good info about the characters, the setting, and the podcast in general. And at the end, it has a mini scene where you can see the characters during a slightly less tense time. Please consider checking us out on Twitter, we're at the Forestcast. Jessica's put up a series of fantastic info cards and a variety of characters and organizations, and we'll continue to be releasing them, though a little bit more sparingly as we go on. And before I let you go, I'd just like to thank Markle Hoffman, Jason Brooks76, and MyShade1973 for following our Twitter before the podcast even started, and Jason Brooks76 specifically for tweeting at us, as well as all our friends who have also provided support. We hope it lives up to your expectations, and I won't delay you any further in confirming or denying that. Hello and welcome to Out of the Forest, an actual play podcast about a town controlled by a secretive organization, threatened by a mysterious cult, and defended, in part, by four goofballs who barely know what's happening. We are currently playing Monster of the Week by Michael Sands. I am Chris, and I am your GM, slash Keeper, and I am joined by my players. I'm Evan, and I play Baron. I'm Dominic, and I play Granunos. I'm Jessica, and I play Eno. And I'm Alistair, and I play Isaac. Houlihan and Miss Holiday were found in the early morning by their husbands. Autopsies have found that both women died of natural causes, but due to insistence by family members and neighbors, Police Chief Warren has made a statement on Thursday saying, quote, The deaths of these two pillars of their communities is believed to be from heart attacks. However, due to the close proximity and close timing of the deaths, we're currently investigating. You know what that means? Time to start our annual giveaway for the hottest Halloween EDM party of the year, the Psycho Circus. Call in every night from 8 to 9 p.m., and if you're lucky caller number 9, you score tickets to the creepy, crawly Psycho Circus. <laughs> On to the hip-hop happenings, though. You know this. That's it, North. People going missing. Cops roaming the halls. School says everything's fine, but we know that's a big cap. They wouldn't close down the whole campus if it was fine. My friend Shell told me this weird story. Right before they closed the campus, she was walking past the dean's office, and suddenly she was all the way back down the hall by the science room. With no idea how she even got there. In keeping with spooky Halloween news, uh, some intoxicating music has been coming from the forest near the lumber mill. I don't think I need to tell anyone how scary the forest is, so, so maybe... Maybe we shouldn't be giving people a reason to go there on the air. Last week's report of a large feral wolf have been put to rest, according to local animal control. The fears of the community were a result of someone's lost St. Bernard, who got out of its yard and avoided capture for three days. The dog was not microchipped, so it took animal control another day before it could be reunited with its family. The Neighborhood Watch Association would like to take this opportunity to remind community members that all dogs must be spayed or neutered, vaccinated, and The car radio finally finds a station playing music the driver finds acceptable. With a nod and a smile, he put the truck in reverse and pulls out of the driveway. The bundle of camping supplies in the back swaying ever so slightly against the bungee cords holding it down. As the truck trundles down the road, the man in the driver's seat turns to the boy in the passengers with a grin. Thank goodness that wolf business been put to bed would have been a tragedy if the camporee got cancelled. The boy in the passenger seat looks up begrudgingly from his Nintendo DS, looking very unamused. At least a wolf would have been exciting. The man frowns. It's been so hard to connect with his son since he started college. Now, Jimothy, I'm sure you'll find plenty to- Dad, you said you'd let me play at least up until we arrive at the campsite. Please! The father turns his focus back to the road, his frown deepening, and turns the music up. And then Isaac! We see you. You are laying on your bed, laptop in your lap. Not long ago, your life was turned on its head when a joking attempt at a seance with a Ouija board turned way too real, 
and left you haunted by the ghost of young girl, Iris. That event sent you tumbling down the supernatural rabbit hole as you joined forces with three other individuals in a life or death struggle to save your college campus. Now, a week later, it seems as though you won't be given any breathing room as Iris repeats herself. We need to go to camp. Iris, I don't go to camp. No, no, like we, like the, like what happened to the? Co- we need to go. Co- we need to go to camp. Like soon. Like now. Like soon. Like what happened to the? Co- you mean like a a vision? Yeah, yeah, like that. Like the like with the dean. I uh, uh and and she begins to concentrate, and you you feel the the link between you two uh, build into a a vision in your head. Go ahead and roll plus weird. A nine. Which is a mixed success, which gives you an unclear vision of something bad to happen. You see a clearing. It is twilight, and there are people walking through. You hear a roar, and then you hear a scream. And then you are are rocketed back out of Isaac's premonition, uh, left feeling a fear not your own. Iris, Iris, where was that? Could you tell? It's, uh, I think I saw... A sign, maybe? And she concentrates again and goes, Longstream? Longstream. She she looks confused for a second and goes, Is is that place still open? (laughs) Longstream? I don't don't think I'm familiar with it. Um, I have my laptop. Let me really quickly uh, do a a search for, like, Munsdale Longstream. Um, Your Google search pulls up, obviously, the, the first result is the the website for it before that however shows up a number of news stories regarding a, a wolf scare uh that almost shut down the uh annual uh junior campery um luckily uh, uh skimming the, the the notes beneath the the headlines uh, on the google search reveals that that wolf ended up just being uh, someone's lost dog and the national campery is back on campery or not national it said national <laughs> national campery in this um, isolated town where no one comes and no one goes um yeah no it's uh the junior campery that must be it that must be the camp okay we have to get everyone together yeah we should call enif they seem to know what to do yeah um agreed okay i i'm getting my phone all right you get your phone and you dial enif and it begins to ring Uh, Enif, mm-hmm. you are putting your basement back in order, uh, glancing nervously at the corner where a mysterious person has had spoken encouraging riddles at you in the depths of your despair. You tore apart the basement in your grief at the people who you failed to save in your attempt to stop the interdimensional beast stalking the college, and have only just gotten anywhere close to the level of beast required to fix it. People were always so easy to ignore in the abstract, but lately everything's gotten so specific. You think of the list of names of those lost to the Dimensional Rift. So very specific. You push it down to focus on your work, but you don't get far before you get a call from Isaac, the young man you met only a week ago, with which you formed something akin to a friendship. Enif, are you there? Hello? Uh, Enif? Yes? Hey, um, it's it's Isaac. Uh, I, I just, um... I just got a vision again. Um... Iris just showed me um, some the the camp. You know that um, that that camperie that's going on in town uh, soon, probably this weekend. What camperie? Um, it doesn't matter. I I think something bad's going to happen. Wait, what do you mean something? Did you have a vision? I yeah, I did. Um, I I couldn't tell about the same amount as as when I first saw um the the dean um last time, but. I think something is is going to attack um, the the people at the campery. I think we need to stop it. Okay. Um, well, let's let's get everyone here, and we we can talk it out, and then we can make a plan. Okay. All right. Uh, and even if you go about contacting the rest of the fools, so you guys just have like a group chat that you contact them through, or are you calling them individually? It has been previously established that we do have a group chat. Okay, so you just reach out to the group chat. Just feel like, bitches, it's supernatural time. <laughs> I feel like it's more like, get your ass. <laughs> yeah, it's just one text that, that says, um, uh, shop, and then with a time. <laughs> That's it. <Okay. laughs> All right, I can't and wait then. To go shopping. 
Shop time. <laughs> shop time. Uh, Baron goes to a wood shop. Karnunas goes to like a potion seller. I like to imagine Baron just kind of shows up in Enos' place. He's just um, got a saw and hammer. Isn't the po- isn't Enos <laughs> the potion seller? Technically, yes. <laughs> yeah. Potion seller, I need your strongest potions. Oh, Enos, what are you doing here? Um, um, we see you, Karnunos, yeah. uh, and you are sitting on a love seat in Balanos, your disguised dried ally's apartment. She is washing dishes to some heavy metal, playing as quietly as her Bluetooth speaker can manage. You flick through channels, musing at the variety of ways mortals find to pass the time, and waiting on contact from your bosses in the Pantheon. You successfully facilitate the procurement of a young soul, the victim of the last monster you bested, and are expecting a positive reception, unlike your last meeting. Then, just as you are starting to understand Steve Harvey's role in the feuding of families, you are pulled... <laughs> God! <laughs> you are pulled into the court of the Pantheon. Uh... A bright space populated only by the gods, sitting on infinitely high thrones, all at different levels. You float in the center of the court, awaiting judgment for your last performance. Uh, go ahead and give me your plus weird. Plus weird. It's an eight. Okay, eight. That is a mixed success on a seven through nine. You get to ask one question from Investigate a Mystery, and they ask you to do something hard or complicated. As you arrive, uh, as is often the case, the one uh, that once called himself Zeus... Uh, addresses you immediately and just goes, Oh, the prodigal son returns. I've heard that you actually managed to appease Lady Hecate somewhat, Canunos. Yes, um, I didn't know it was somewhat, but yes, I've done the deed. The task is complete. Look, she was quite upset with your previous failure, so... It seems she might want you to prove yourself a little more, but before that, uh, bef- before she comes and kind of sours the mood of the whole thing, uh, let me know uh, what information do you need from us in your quest against the adversary. Um, let me see. So, for those who might be... Okay, I was going to just read them off. Okay, Jesus. What can it do? Uh, what can it do? Um, now, going back before I was so rudely interrupted, I was going to say, for those who might be listening to the podcast with no <laughs> understanding of um, how much of the week works, um, there is a move that they can do. That, uh, everything they can do is codified by moves. Basically, they tell me what they want to do, and if it's something they can do, they just do it. If it's something that has has an interesting chance of success or chance of failure, not just like, oh, it can fail, like, this can fail, but we need to do it. Did if it has an interesting chance of uh, failure, I make them roll for it, um, and they roll based on different stats. Not going to go into the nitty gritty. If you want to, you can look it up. It's a great system. Uh, but investigative mystery is basically the core way of learning about the monster and figuring out what they need to do because they're usually going to be outmatched and have to leverage every uh, angle against what they have. So for uh, investigative mystery, they can ask specific questions. They are: What happened here? What sort of creature is it? What can it do? What can hurt it? Where did it go? What was it going to do? And what is being concealed here? Dominic has asked what can it do um the goddess once known as athena um speaks up here and um she considers presumably her vast swaths of knowledge for a few moments before speaking up and she says well uh this is not a great answer but it looks like the breadth of what it does is destroy and remove I, I apologize that uh, I don't have a better answer I don't have a good read on this monster it looks like it's sort of going on the edge of where we can view she kind of she looks down at you and says as obviously I mean closer to the depths of the forest where whatever the adversary has cast upon that that area we can no longer see it as clearly as we see the rest of the world yes of course i understand uh and at th- it is at this point that uh the one once known as hecate arrives um she uh materializes in her chair uh holding up a ball of light that Kernunos, with your divine abilities, immediately recognizes Victor's soul. She is examining it closely, uh, and she seems to realize that she is now here, like as if she didn't mean to 
be here as soon as she was. And she kind of, like, sends the soul away. And she looks down at you and goes, Canunos, you've done better than I expected from your previous performance, I'll be honest. But my research is... Well, my research is fine. I don't really trust you to get into the nitty-gritty. Um, man, the gods say nitty-gritty a lot, apparently. Um, she, she looks down at you. To prove that you are going to perform appropriately in the future, I would like to see you take a blow meant for the one you were meant to protect. Prove to me that you're willing to protect their life with your own. And I will pardon you for your past performance. Yeah. Consider it done. Ask Erish Kegel. She can back me up on that one. <laughs> I think that, that set ends a little bit of a laugh through everyone. Um, but one isn't laughing. Uh, you, you, you catch that it is the, uh, the god uh, that honestly to this day still likes being known as Loki. Um, he looks down at you and... Um, seems to consider his words carefully for a second, goes, you closed this particular gate into other realms, but we fear something else slipped through. We are uncertain if its intentions are benevolent or ill. Indeed, we are unsure if we are even correct about its existence, but keep an eye open. This isn't an assignment, per se. It's simply a warning and with that you are cast back upon the love seat uh viewing steve harvey as he makes a ridiculous face um, <laughs> and people clap and yell good answer and people people <laughs> clap answer, and good yell answer. good answer and on the screen it, it flips over to just say, uh, a sign flips over to say his bum <laughs> <laughs> incredible uh and then your phone uh vibrates and what does Kernus have a text tone? Uh, no, it's just a little ding, ding ding. So it vibrates and goes ding ding, and you look at it to see that Enif has texted you a one-word message saying "shop," followed by a time, which I guess technically is a word. Um, which I presume you heed and go to their place. Uh, so I'm not gonna. Well, no. So I have to step out. Is everything okay here? She uh kind of doesn't notice that you're talking to her for Damn a moment it. and then realizes and kind of looks at it with a stern and just kind of gives you a, a thumbs up and goes back to washing the dishes and, and, and head banging along with party cannon sick sick dudes <laughs> he, yeah he heads on out Baron finally uh, we come to your workshop to find you uh, working on another project you've been hired for it's been difficult to concentrate on your work as of late as if the weight of the guilt of those who have died despite your best efforts wasn't taxing enough, you've been missing time. You've been coming too, late at night, uh, sometimes in the kitchen leaning over the counter, sometimes in the field between your log cabin and the forest, and other times yet stranger places. When you check the time, hours have passed without your recollection. Reports of a wolf stalking nearby worried you ceaselessly until they were dismissed as having actually just been a large dog. You are putting the finishing touches on the tabletop you are standing when your phone uh, vibrates and you check the uh, text message to see that it is Enith. I'm sorry that I don't have a more exciting thing, but you don't have a start of game move or roommates or anything such. So I'm a loner. That is the situation <laughs> sorry, you're in. You get shop Beautiful. and the message, and after some time, you all convene at Veritate. And the, the very difficult to read sign of Veritate. Um, you all walk in. Does I'm assuming that Enif uh, marks it as closed as everyone arrives, or it was already marked as closed. Um, it's probably already marked as closed, but I probably have it unlocked for when they get here. All right, so you all arrive. Um, I think Isaac, being the one who kind of started this off, is the first to arrive. Um, followed by. I mean, I'd imagine Kernunos lives a little closer, and then Baron, who has to come all the way from the outskirts of town. Um, and eventually you are all convened inside the shop, um, probably just in the, in the side room, the little parlor, 
that Enif has served you tea in once uh, many times before at this point. I would like to make it very clear that I I do still knock on the door when I first arrive. Oh, of course. <laughs> yes. It's so polite. Um, Chris, did I fix my basement, or is it still kind of mostly messed up? Uh, I think you managed to get it into working order. I don't okay. think it's very tidy at the moment, but I think it's no longer just completely trashed. Okay. Um, I'm going to go ahead and serve everyone tea. All right. And cookies. Ooh. I'm just going to scarf those down. Thank you. I'm still a little, I'm still a little mad at Kernuno, so I purposely make him get his own cookies. <laughs> Damn. Yeesh. <laughs> and Edith only knows the half of it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow, wow. Um, so, what's? Uh, I'm guessing something's going on. We're all here. What's what's going on? Yeah. Um, Iris uh, showed me a vision. Um, just like the one that I had before when we first found out about um the monster in the back rooms, and I met you all for the first time. Um, I saw glimpses of a, a clearing um, at dusk, uh, people walking around, and all of a sudden there was a roar and screams, um, and I have reason to believe that this is a premonition of something that's going to be happening um, at the Longstream campground, um, where the campery is, is going to be held. Um, so I, th I think something bad is happening imminently, um, and we might have to stop it. What is a campery exactly? I, I would also like to know what a campery. Um, <laughs> it, uh, as far as I know, um, I looked it up. It, it's just you know, like the the local scouts um, are getting together for a, a camping excursion for the weekend um you know it's probably going to be a lot of uh campfires and s'mores and songs and things like that i guess um Scouts. are those those are those those kids that always knock on my door trying to sell me crap probably okay yeah i would think so mm, um, the girl ones that have the cookies oh oh those are so good I think they all sell all of them now. They're, they've gotten into like multi-level marketing things. It's actually kind of kind of intense. Um, but I can get behind some child labor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, they're having their 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 campery this weekend, um, I I believe, and and I think that's where um, I don't know whatever this is that that Iris saw is going to happen. Do we have a location? Do we know where it is? Yeah, um, it's at the the Longstream Campground. Um, okay. I was able to to pull it up on the maps. Is it far? Um, maybe cheaper. <laughs> is it far? Is it far? <laughs> I mean, it's out on the edge of town, like like in the forest a bit because it's a camp. Um, yeah, uh, it's a little ways away. It's nearby Baron's uh, cabin. Sleep over at Barry's. It's out here in the middle of nowhere, uh, by these woods. Not sure if there's anything else over there. Uh, hey, that's by me. Neat. I've never been close to something before. So you usually have to walk all over the place. This is kind of convenient, I guess. <laughs> it's in your backyard. I mean, if you hadn't gotten your truck impounded, maybe we'd be talking a different. You know, place. you know. <laughs> don't get me started. For all I know, maybe it's Chris. The people that I were was able to see in the vision, um, could I tell about their ages? Were they young kids or were they you like adults? Unfortunately, couldn't even tell. You just know that there was more than one person. Um, okay. The, the the vision was very unclear. Unfortunately, thanks to that seven through nine, I had yeah. a very clear, very intense vision for ten plus. But no, you just had to oh, roll shitty. Yeah. <laughs> Here goes Chris insulting us again. Yeah, he's so mean to us. We weren't bad enough. Yeah, um, I couldn't tell much more than that. I don't know even 
the people that were there, if they were the campers, the scouts, or if they were just people walking around, like I, I couldn't get a good a good look at them. Um, so I don't know when it's going to happen. Besides dusk, it was. I mean, the sun was setting. It was twilight. Hmm. Maybe it's time we take a field trip. That's a long walk. I didn't say we would have to walk there. We've established that there's a decent public uh, public transportation service in Munsdale. That's yeah, true. I'm sure a okay. Bus or something. Yeah. And we're off. I think I heard on the na- neighborhood watch public radio that there's a bus route. There is a bus route, um, <laughs> but I think that's for the camper the campers. Um, okay, what time is it right now? Well, we'll say it's like late morning, like 11 o'clock or so on Friday. Okay. Um, I mean, since it's still kind of early in the morning, we do have time. I don't know if we want to go over there right now and check it out, or if we want to try to do... I wouldn't even know where to start with research. I don't. I don't even know what it could be. I mean, I didn't see anything... Um, I don't know if we'd have any way of being more prepared if we went back later tonight. Hmm. So I'm Enif just goes around and starts like putting tarot cards and like stuff into a bag. <laughs> we're talking about a campsite, right? I mean, I can be in and out of there whenever you all want me to. Oh, that's that's right. You have your 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 tree thing. I do have my tree thing. Um, tree power. <laughs> he nods. He nods <laughs> sagely. <laughs> He says that not um, in like a dismissive way, but like agreeing. Yes, I have the tree thing, and not. Yeah, I do have my tree thing. <laughs> the one time that I did the tree thing, I did not like it. It was very disorienting. Um, okay. So we can go over maybe and just look around, and then try to find some kind of lead. Does that make sense? We should at least go there to see what's going on right now. Yeah. Your, your, your vision's a premonition, right? Of something to come, so... I think if we're at least in the area to figure out what's going on right now, maybe we'll find something out. Yeah, okay. Um, well, I'm ready to, to go if you guys want to go now. Let me just pick out, like, three more stones, and then we can go. <laughs> okay, I'm done. Get some blue okay. ones! That's not how that works. Oh. <laughs> by, by the way, what is this? I think you left this one at the diner the other day. Oh no, that was that was your tip. <laughs> oh, thank you. What is it? Oh man, I wish I it's had a, a crystal. It's a citrine. It's to give you energy. Oh, very good. Help you work faster. Thank you. Any pockets? <laughs> <laughs> I hope that oh, comes back and is used as a weapon later. <laughs> or it, like, saves his life somehow. Yeah. <laughs> Blocks a bullet. Like, takes a bullet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, let's go! Hooray, to the bus! <laughs> yeah. I think Baron leaves with, like, three cookies and puts them in his pocket. <laughs> he just, like, stuffs yeah. them straight in his mouth like a, like a, like a squirrel. Yeah, like, oh! <laughs> I think there are uh, bus services that are, are taking people to the campsite. I think it's meant for campers, but I don't think they're like checking to make sure everyone's a camper. We're campers. It's just like bus labeled to the uh, junior campery. Um, and you guys see that and go, that's where we're headed. And you get on and prepare. I, I think you're like worried about like who's going to have to tell the lie. We're all bad at this. And the bus driver doesn't even like look up. We're all campers. I, I think Enif mutters that as you guys walk by, <laughs> and the bus driver kind of like gives you a little bit of a weird look, but just kind of shrugs and goes back to their job. <laughs> uh, and uh, you you ride the bus to the uh, the campsite campgrounds. Uh, the bus stops just outside the gate, um, letting off all the myriad campers that you are riding with. Um, some of them are uh, the, the campers range in, in age from like 13 to 21. Um, they are a variety of ages. Uh, they also are a variety of levels of excitement, and um, it's it's not like on a uh, 
there's there's no correlation between age and excitement. Everyone has a different level of excitement, probably just based on their enjoyment of the outdoors. Um, and whether they or not, they were forced to come here. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, they get off, uh, some of them with parents, some of them alone, and they all kind of disperse uh, throughout the campgrounds. You guys enter the gate. Uh, the gate is... Um, over top of the gate, there's a big wooden sign, v- very old, uh, with chipping paint, uh, that reads, Longstream Campgrounds. Um, short ways into the gate, there is a, a similarly old, in, old wooden... Uh, sign uh that has a map of the campgrounds with different uh campsites colored in different colors uh there there are two large campgrounds one colored in orange labeled kit carson one colored in blue a fair distance into the the campgrounds uh labeled uh, davy crockett and a number of smaller campsites uh labeled with a variety of other similarly named campsites in between uh, next to, uh, you are in a large parking lot, uh, that is primarily gravel and worn down, uh, pavement, um, that's just filled with trucks, with trailers, with cars, and some people are just arriving and, like, like, uh, saying goodbye to their kids who are, who are staying for the weekend, some of them arriving in, like, uh, offloading equipment, uh, some of them arriving and running into the, the building at the edge of the parking lot, which is a, a large building with a large, uh, deck around it, um, with a big sign, this one fairly new and fairly uh, well-painted, that just says, Sal's Trading Post. What do you do? Is this at all familiar? Does this match up with the terrain that I saw? Um, you're not 100% certain. It looks like it could be. It is certainly, as as a parking lot at a campground, it is certainly a clearing, and it is around the correct size, so it certainly could be. Um it, you definitely wouldn't discount it as a, as an option, but you'd probably have to see more of the campgrounds to we should, be certain. We should go get a map from somewhere. That's a good idea. Do you think that building has maps? Wasn't there just a map over there? Though? No, a map, a map we can hold. We can't take the whole sign with us. <laughs> I mean, we could take a picture like on our phone. You can do that? <laughs> yeah. Oh. Did none of us yeah, know how, about cell phones? What kind of a phone do you have? A flip phone? Um, maybe not. It's a, but you know what? I'll I'll take I'll take the picture. Okay. okay. Um, I'll try to get a a nice clear shot of the <laughs> the map. All right, you get a decent shot of the map. It has um, as I said, it has all the campgrounds labeled. It's uh, looking closer. It does have a a fairly worn label labeling the edge of the parking lot as South Trading Post. Uh, there's a spot on the map uh, labeled as uh, Ranger Cabin. Um kind of offset from the path that passes by all the campsites. Um, and it's got a little key in the corner that labels um, crew campgrounds for, for Kit Carson and Davy Crockett and single-family campgrounds for the remainder of the camps. Um, there's like a, a gravelly path that kind of winds its way deeper into the woods, and there's a number of like trails uh, poorly marked on this, again, fairly old sign that, uh, that wind their way through the woods. Uh, None of them going much deeper than Davy Crockett is. They're all just kind of going a lo- like parallel to the edge of the woods uh, for reasons that it doesn't take much guessing for you guys to figure out why. What did this place you saw look like, Isaac? It was a clearing. That's, I mean, this could be a clearing, the parking lot even. Hmm. I, I expect that probably all the campgrounds, all the campsites would be a clearing as well. I mean... Well, it's still early. I don't, why don't Why don't yeah. we take a walk around and see if Iris recognizes anything? Okay. I'll go. Um, try to make a methodical. I'll go double check in the trading post to see if I can find anything in there. Okay. So, Karen is planning on going to the trading post, and the rest of you are planning on just kind of wandering around, investigating. Yeah, I'm gonna. Yeah, we can also wait for Carnunos too. Okay. I mean, I, I, don't really care. I don't care. Either way. Okay, you don't, you don't care? Alright. I don't care, Chris. I'm just gonna cancel everything then. You see what I'm doing? You don't even care. <laughs> um, Kernunos, you walk into the trading post. It is already uh, filled with um, campers of all ages running around grabbing like ice cream bars and, and buying chips and such. 
uh, all of them ignoring the variety of like actual camp supplies that is the majority of the store. Um, looking around, it's a lot of like your general like things you would probably you would most likely forget when going on a camping trip. So it doesn't have like tents or like sleeping bags, but it's got like so it does have like blankets. It's got um rope. It's got like a light lighters. Um, it's got your traditional trading post like display case of cool looking but probably fairly dull knives uh, with the sign that says you must be 18 or older or have an adult's permission to purchase knives um, and all that like behind the counter there is a fairly large man um, wearing a, a plain white shirt with uh, a couple of, of like dirt stains down the front um, and suspenders holding up his uh, large brown slacks um, he is balding, wearing rimless glasses, and has a, a large um, brown beard flecked with uh, gray hairs. Uh, as you walk in, he looks up and just goes, oh, oh, welcome to the store. Welcome welcome to the, the Junior Campery. Uh, feel free to browse the shop and ask me if you, ha- if you need anything. Uh, uh, thank you. Um, I will. And uh, Kurnunus grabs a thing of rope and, like some trail mix and uh heads heads up to the counter and he flashes that sweet uh, sweet tip money baby the rock and the rock yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what can i what can i buy with this rock um i was told that this was passable money <laughs> best i can do is one dollar um and yeah so he brings those things up to the front and uh um, all right so you walk up to the counter with those things rope, and rope and trail mix and uh, as he's as he's like reaching out to ring stuff, Kurnunos kind of, you know, l- leans in a little bit, not like weird, a weird amount, <laughs> a non weird way. Yeah, and he's just like, is, I, I think I brought everything I needed, but is there anything that like uh, anything I should be worried about? Anything I can buy to help keep me and my uh, scouts safe? <laughs> something scouts. something I may have forgotten. <laughs> Knows, ah, you're one of the, uh, the, the, the camp masters, are you? Uh, n- not quite, just a, a parent. Ah, volunteer, gotcha. Uh, well, keep them safe. I mean, the, the campgrounds are, are mighty safe. The worst we see is <laughs> apparently St. Bernard's. Uh, name's Sal, by the way. Okay, uh, okay, what, what, I didn't, I didn't catch your... Joseph. And he hands up, he holds out his hand. <laughs> Uh, Sal shakes it with a very, uh, very strong handshake. Um, it takes you by surprise and nearly crushes your hand before you manage to match it. Um, and Sal goes, well, if we're talking things that your campers might have forgotten, um, that they're going to need to keep them safe. Uh, I mean, you're already starting off good with rope. A lot of, a lot of the tents that, uh, camp masters like to make, uh, the junior campers put up require rope and kids don't have rope. It's it's the 21st century. Who just has rope lying around? I mean, unless you're a a, tra- a trading post man like myself. <laughs> um, ah, but safety, safety. Uh, definitely don't let them buy any of the knives. Those things are so between you and me. They're they're real dull. They they slide right off a piece of wood and cut them real bad. Uh, I'm honestly only selling them because I'm required to by the the Junior Camper Association. Uh, it's real bad business. That don't tell anyone I told you that though. I'm, I'm um, and he's leaning really close now, and and he um, you are as he gets real close, you're overpowered by his scent. It's it's not bad. It just smells overwhelmingly like tilled earth hmm. like he's just been rolling around in the dirt for the past couple hours um and then he leans back and goes uh so yeah no knives um definitely you probably want to see about picking up a blanket or two uh everyone always underestimates how cold it can get in october everyone's like oh it's just fall it's not winter yet but oh boy when the sun sets it gets real chilly mm-hmm. so definitely some blankets um I, 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 anything else that I'd be suggesting you would just be me trying to be a salesman trying to upsell you, so I ain't gonna go on with that. Uh, so, ha, uh, t- tell me about your kid. Hmm. 
my son Isaac is. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> yes, perfect. Uh, Isaac can't consent to this. How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> um, my my son Isaac is he's a, a youngin. Uh, he's taking taking five from his classes. Ah, uh, I gotcha. He one of the he. You you don't look old enough to have a kid college age. Uh, I'm very young looking. I'm actually forty five. Whew! Ah, you gotta you gotta tell me your secret. I've been looking like this since I was in my late thirties. <laughs> it's trees. Yeah. The secret is trees. I uh, I get that a lot. Oh uh, well, if you need anything else, just let me know. Looks like I've I've let a line pile up behind you. I am so, sorry about that, folks. I just I like getting to know the campers here, and I've. If you need anything else, uh, don't hesitate to bother old Sal. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, and he finishes ringing you up and waves over the next kid who's like, looks super impatient and just slams down a Snickers bar on the counter. So does does Carnunos, like, <laughs> actually pay with money? Or did he really try to pay with the rock? No, he, he pays with money. <laughs> he pays with okay. money. <laughs> yeah, he's got a job now. I got a job, baby. Okay. You weren't his only customers. <laughs> <laughs> And Kurnunus comes out of the trading post, and I bought rope. <laughs> Great. Okay. <laughs> is he is he just like munching on the trail mix as he yes. comes out? Good. He holds it up. He holds the open bag out to anyone to see if anyone wants any. Yeah. Chris, I hate you oh, for nice. describing that trading post because I really want ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> I mentioned ice cream at most once. <laughs> it just made me really want. That's ice cream. It's not like I was describing an ice cream parlor. You just had to say That's, ice cream, though. You just had to say ice That's cream, wild. and now I want ice cream real bad. Next thing I'm yeah. going to be like, all right, and you go to the campgrounds, and you're, uh, you know, going around, and you're like, fuck you, Chris. I know I want s'mores. <laughs> <laughs> well, now that you mention it, <laughs> no, I mean, I everything's good in this universe. I, I'm my own worst enemy. Um, <laughs> Kendra oh, just comes out gosh. and offers you guys trail mix after saying that he got rope. Uh, <laughs> that's where we're at. Uh, the, the, the campers continue to ca- have continued to arrive while Carnunus was here. Um, like, one or two more cars have kind of pulled up, and uh, those cars were mostly just, like, parents dropping off their kids and then driving off after saying goodbye, make sure they had everything. Uh, a lot of the campers are, are kind of streaming into Kit Carson, which is the, the one of the two larger campsites. It's basically right up against the parking lot. It's maybe got, like, a small set of trees in between the parking lot and it but you can see straight through those trees and you see the campers kind of like preparing and you can see them like running up to a uh, uh a fairly a fairly uh tall man um who's kind of like like give, giving them big smiles and like doing like these big wide like swinging his arms around these big wide like enthusiastic you can hear him like shouting unintelligibly in the distance as he like tries to get the kids excited um and like hands people what look to be like uh canvases from a pile that he's standing next to so should we try to avoid people and like scout around without them seeing us or do you think that we should ask questions well i've been judging by my lies that i told in that building honestly look around everyone here is of different ages doing different things it should be fairly easy to just kind of wander around as you say that, you are approached by... <laughs> a policeman who arrests me immediately. <laughs> <laughs> a policeman who impounds your trail mix. Oh, oh my god. What a bad... Um, you are approached by a girl of about the age of 17. Um, she kind of walks up and goes, Hey, do you guys need help figuring out where you need to go? Yes. Actually. Uh, where, where are you headed? Are, are you, which, uh, which crew are you part of? Isaac, which crew are you a part of again? Man. <laughs> so I, I, I would like to say that I don't think Kernunos revealed that he lied about Isaac. So both Enif and Kernunos came to the same conclusion of Isaac's the camper. Well, Isaac's the yeah. youngest and he's oh actually God, in great. college. <laughs> but still, it's Enif hilarious. Enif is just deflecting. How, how old is Isaac, Alistair? Like, how old is Isaac? 20? Uh, like 22, gotcha. probably. I mean, he's the youngest out of all of us. Yeah. I assume... He's definitely the one that looks most like he could be a I was about to say, just based on how Alistair plays him, I would say that he seems to be very young. Oh, yeah. He definitely is. Compared compared to us, he's a baby. (laughs) Especially. (laughs) Big old baby. I was about to say, if, if you guys need a rush for a lie, um, I'm going to assume that you guys kind of start, like, looking around for hints at that point. Um, yep. 
And you see um, this girl is wearing a uh, junior camper uniform, uh, which is a sort of a green outfit with many buttoned pockets. Um, And on the shoulder, you see uh, the numbers um, 961, um, and then immediately begin looking for another number, because obviously if you told her you're from 961, she'd be like, no, you're not, I'd know you. Uh, And you eventually do spot one that says 709. Uh, yep, that's it. I am in, uh, troop? Crew. Um, group 709. (laughs) That's what we're we're trying to find. I'm not sure where uh, the rest of my team Uh, uh, scouts are. She, she, uh, smiles and goes, you're a little old to just be starting, but, I mean, I don't, we don't discriminate. Uh, you're actually in the same campsite as me over in Kit Carson. Uh, just come along this way. And, uh, she starts heading over to a um, car uh, where she talks to a, a woman who's presumably her mother. Uh, they exchange a hug, and she grabs a, a very large and heavy-looking backpack out of the trunk and then turns back around waves for you to follow her. She must have packed a lot of stones. Good for her. <laughs> Speaking of, are you guys? do you guys have anything packed with you? <laughs> no. Edith, Edith has, like... Like they're they a have bag like, full of stones. Well, it's like it's like uh, usually when they go on these um, where they think they might need something, they have like like a little bit of a like not like a pouch, but like a little s- satchel that they fill with um, herbs and a few different decks of tarot cards, some crystals, candles just in case, and um, you usually like some um, things that that they can use for healing. So all right. That's their go-to Kernunas bag. has some rope. That, yeah, Kernunas has rope and trail mix. <laughs> Great. Um, does Baron have anything? Nah, you just kind of... You guys this. head on over with this girl, and she goes, um, My name's Fran. Um, what are your, what's your name? I'm remembering um, that when I first met Kernunos, he lied to me about his name. Um, so, uh, hi, uh, Fran. My name is... Brian, didn't I didn't I call you Isaac earlier? Yeah, she that gives makes my her nickname give... is also Isaac. <laughs> sometimes, <laughs> um, she uh. looks very confused, but then puts on the sm- this uh, the same smile she's kind of had and goes, "That's a little. Which do you prefer to go by, Isaac? <laughs> Fucking Christ! <laughs> oh she is." Baffled, um, but she's oh accepted God. this much this far, so she's not about to start questioning things now. Completely the whole point of calling himself Brian. Yeah. She 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 looks at you and then looks at the other thing and go, "Are these your parents?" Sure. Yeah. This, <laughs> yep. Sure. I'm the I'm the uncle. This I'm Brian. Uncle Baron. Does Baron just shout that? I'm Uncle Baron. <laughs> My parents and my uncle are here to see me off at Junior Campery. Um, oh, that's so nice of your uh, your parent to uh, to carry your bag for you. Looks like you packed a little light. It, uh, she says, looking at Enos' yeah, bag. Very kind of them to do so. Uh, in fact, they were going to come back later with the rest of my stuff. Uh, we just wanted to get a lay of the land first. Gotcha. Well, you're going to have a ton of fun. The, the Junior Campery is, is the best time I have all year. Uh, just everyone's so enjoying, except for, like, there's there's a few kids, you know, who don't get into it. I think their parents made them be here, and honestly, that's probably not good for anyone. But, uh, well, anyway, uh, he, he, uh, that, uh, she kind of stops, like, a, a few steps into the actual campsite and, and points towards the, the, the very tall man uh, you, had, you could see through the trees who's handing out a, a canvas. It says, that is uh, Scantmaster Herrero. Um, he, uh is the camp master for crew 961 my crew um so he's been he is a volunteer to to run the kit carson side of things um there's a few other volunteers around there's the camp master for your crew i don't know him as well so you have to find one of your own uh crew members to, to point you in the right direction so you can talk to him um how long have you been with the uh junior campers 
You know, not that long. Um, I really felt like I missed it, missed out on it when I was younger. Uh, you know, never, never too late to start, really. So just, you know, just a week. Friend nods sagely and says, "Yeah, you, you definitely had the look of a of a, a, a newbie, if you don't if you don't mind me saying." Nope, I don't mind. I'm gonna go ahead and get me get my tent from a uh, Scoutmaster Herrero. Uh, you can go ahead and extra around by I suggest talking to Scoutmaster Herrero so you can start getting your tent up. Uh, and she kind of jogs off with surprising amount of agility considering how much she's carrying. Um, off to Scoutmaster Herrero, uh, you can hear them talking excitedly at the center of camp um they're, they're they're talking too quickly and almost over each other for you to catch really any words uh, and then scoutmaster her hands her some canvas and she runs off to uh stake her claim on some tent space okay i don't want to talk to anyone else again i feel like <laughs> i feel like this was the bad the bad move <laughs> we should probably just slink around do you think if anybody would notice if we just kind of left uh probably, probably not. not yeah yeah, I think we can maybe just kind of wander a little bit here. Worst comes to worst, yeah. Cornudos can just, you know, get us out of here, right? Um, I mean, to a point, but not immediately. We'll make it work. Um, okay, well, the, I, the I, fallback the contingency plan does, will be I'm does Iris, looking for my campground. Does Iris even recognize anything around here? I, I don't uh, think so. Um, yeah, Iris first. is kind of floating around, looking around, and just, like, taking in the sights and sounds. Uh, she seems, like, kind of excited about uh, being here. Um, I think Iris just wanted to go to camp. You kind of hear her muttering <laughs> about, like, like how she, she never got to... Her parents never let her join the junior campers when she was a kid, and she can't believe how they're, that they're still running. Uh, and then when she hears Enif ask about her, she uh, looks startled and goes, uh, No, I... I mean, maybe the parking lot. I I'm not sure. It was a very it was a very unclear vision. Um, but it definitely happened at night. It was um, like twilight. Yeah. Huh. So either you know tonight, maybe tomorrow night, the night after. I, I don't know. <laughs> um, hmm. Just before dusk. Um. As you're discussing this, uh, you are startled by a, a, a voice that goes, Isaac! Oh my god. Christ, and you Christ look up alive. and the, 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 the tall man is walking over um, with a big beaming smile uh, below his big bushy mustache. Um, he oh, is no. wearing a similarly uh, bright green outfit, but he's also wearing a big kind of like ranger's hat that uh, is in a similar uh, not-so-great-looking green. Um... He's wearing, unfortunately, short uh, khakis. Mm. Uh, they're about, like, mid-thigh. Um, and oh, no. his legs are about as hairy as his lip. Mm. Uh, oh, my God. He approaches, and if this were a TV show, we'd recognize him as the man in the car from earlier. Um, and with his big grin, he says... As, Fran was just telling me all about you. I'm Scoutmaster Herrero. Put her there! And he uh, extends his hand for a handshake. Isaac naturally has a very weak handshake. Which he gives. He takes your hand in both of his hands and shakes vigorously. He doesn't squeeze like Saudi to Carnunos. He just kind of like grabs your hand and shakes it in a very friendly kind of manner. And goes... I uh I am running the Kit Carson camping cruise for this campery, and I can't be happier to be your first introduction to the junior campers. It doesn't matter when you start; you can still have a good time. Uh, and I th- I think Fran was saying that that your uh his parents and 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 uncle. That's so good to see a, a, a tightly knit family uh here here for this such a momentous day. Yep. Real, real close family. That's us. Edith is just like nodding in the back. <laughs> um, Scoutmaster Herrero uh, holds out his hands, like, "If you wanna hand me his bag, I'll get him set up here. You can say your goodbyes, and uh, I think uh, it, I'll I'll take it from here. I promise. I'll take good care of your I'm, boy. I'm actually here for the weekend as well. Uh, hi, I'm oh. Jason. 
uh, Isaac's father. Jason! Oh, nice to meet you. Always good to have a volunteer. And he uh, shakes your hand in a very similar manner. Um, well, then, um, I'll uh, I'll have to talk, take you to the uh, the assistant campmaster, the campmaster from uh, the other troop in, uh, in Kit Carson, uh, 709. Uh, he's been kind of handling the the volunteers while i handle uh, getting the campers set up uh and then tonight at the campfire we'll kind of get everyone together and get everyone on the same page it's uh been a bit of a you know a hassle after the, all the wolf scare uh but we've we've gotten everything back on track and we're we're gonna have a great time this weekend wait wolf scares I mean, you didn't hear it on on the, the radio. Uh, they they thought that there was a wolf wandering around this area. It turned out someone just let their Saint Bernard loose. Uh, Saint Bernard can be quite dangerous, though. I mean, oh, don't! I don't want Isaac to be in any danger. I I think no, I no, should no, 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 Don't don't you worry. I, we we've got we're already past capacity at the campsite. Honestly, uh, Jason here is. Uh, I honestly, I'll be honest with you, shouldn't let you in. It's a little bit light, uh, but I'm I've you know junior camper spirit got gotta be a little friendly. Unfortunately, I can only bend the rules so far. Um, don't you worry. It, it said that when the, the the police found Saint Bernard, all it did was hop on over them and give them all sorts of licks. So it was nothing but friendly. Uh, and it's back with their their its owner now. Nothing to worry about. Uh, everything's safe. We've had this campery once a year for years. Never an incident. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, and then uh, and then Scoutmaster Haru kind of like puts his arm around on uh, Isaac's shoulder and goes, "Oh, let's get you into a camp. Uh, Jason, you can go ahead and uh, take his bag, put it over with the rest of the camper stuff, and he can go gather it later. And uh, the uh, the other the other campmaster should be over in the, the the big tent over there. And he motions towards a, a a larger tent that looks like it's meant more for having like meetings than it is for actually like people staying. Uh, yep. All right, Isaac. Isaac, just hand me a bag. Eve <laughs> uh, uh, like reluctantly takes off the bag and like holds it out to Kunos and basically just says, "Take good care of it." <laughs> <laughs> Through gritted teeth, he, he nods very seriously <laughs> and then uh, leans in and just whispers, "Like Isaac and I'll take it from here. Just um, keep looking around, see what you two can find." Okay. I think Baron is Baron is gonna be like, oh, Isaac, and just grabs him and gives him like the biggest bear hug. We're like, I'm gonna miss you. <laughs> Isaac's just looking mournfully at all of them, like. And he's kind of squeezing you enough to where you're probably just like. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Uncle Baron, I'm gonna miss you so much. Um, also, and I don't know when I'll see you again. Oh, I'm um, sure we'll see each other again soon. You just have great time at camp. I don't like out of them. And then Camp Master Herrera leads uh, Isaac off to the tents. Um, but I wasn't able to give him a hug. <laughs> Sad face. It's too I late now. From my took too Enif. long. Now your Enif hug's gone. Oh. No. Oh no. Oh no. <laughs> I'm sorry, I can't master Herrero. I'm feeling really homesick. <laughs> I need to. <laughs> I need to, I need to leave. Um, you actually say that? Uh, I just. No, I don't say that. I just, I probably do. Just wave. Do a, a quick, a quick. No, I try to run over and give a quick hug. Aww. Okay, you, you, you do. Enif and you have a good hug, and okay. Her- Her- Herrero, oh, kind of uh, mimes wiping away a tear, and it's not like a, a joke. It's like he's sincere. He just doesn't actually have a tear to wipe it away. Enif yeah, w- whispers to Isaac, "If your uh, father does anything that could cause anyone harm, don't." Don't hesitate to call. <laughs> I thought you were just going to say, don't. <laughs> just don't. <laughs> just don't. Um, all right. And then Herrera begins guiding you away, for reals this time, um, to the tents. And uh, Herrera goes, all right, uh, Fran mentioned that you've only been at this for like a week now, which means that you haven't had any of the tent training. So I'm actually going to walk you through that. Uh, and he, he looks around and just goes, uh, uh, Philip. Philip, come over here. And uh, uh, 
and one of the the older uh, campers comes by with like a, a enthusiastic smile on his face and goes, "Can you handle a uh, tent handout and greetings uh, while I help our new junior camper here uh, learn the ropes?" <laughs> That's a camp joke. You'll get that soon. <laughs> I love I love how it's like it's like a half laugh, half of a of cry. <laughs> Um, and, uh, Herrera goes, goes, oh yeah, uh, sorry, sorry, uh, sorry, uh, again, that's that tent over there, and you can just drop off his bag at the, uh, at the, the picnic tables. And, uh, he guides you off, um, to an empty space amongst the, the tents kind of rimming this campsite. Um, and he says, I'm gonna set you up right next to my son's, uh, tent. Uh, that way, in oh, case you, you need fuck. anything, I'm sure he'll be able to help. Oh no. Help. Don't uh, don't you don't you worry about anything. Then, in fact, let's uh, let's let's get you uh, you introduced. And he uh, knocks on the flaps of the the tent, um, and uh, you hear one second. Uh, we didn't even finish setting up the cots. Can we just have some time? And uh, Herrera goes, goes, "Come on, son. We we got a new camper for you and your friends to meet." You hear uh, just a. Uh, Let's go, guys. And the flaps are swept back very dramatically as the speedrunning club bursts no. from this tent that looked too small to house the four of them. <laughs> um, Priyanka, Jimothy, Ruth, and the newly reunited Kato, uh, who is actually on crutches with a, um, a, a much smaller cast than he had earlier, but still, like, you know, a bit of a nuisance of a cast on uh, kind of wobble out. Uh, and Priyanka glares at you, Isaac, and just goes, What are you doing here? <laughs>